live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. One of the most popular episodes of last year, and one of our favorite guests, was Lizzie. You may remember her because we talked to her last year and she had released Thank You to the Flowers, a great covers EP. Um, and it was it was a wonderful album and we had a wonderful talk with Lizzie. She's, she's uh, a delight to have on the show and we're thrilled to welcome Lizzie back. Lizzie is in the midst of a really productive time post-pandemic. She actually just today, June 25th, she's releasing the Catching a Tiger Anniversary Edition double vinyl. So check that out. It's obviously a classic album. And in July 23rd, she's releasing Watch Over Me, the early works, 2002 through 2009, that she rediscovered through old hard drives in 2020 during the pandemic. So that's coming out as well. So check that out, guys. Lizzie was recently here in Nashville. She started working on her new album, so super stoked for that. We uh, we actually had a chance to see Lizzie while she was here in Nashville. She performed at a tribute show for The Cars, the 1980s Rock and Roll Hall of Fame legends. So it was great to see Lizzie perform, to see um, her energy back on stage, and we couldn't be happier to welcome her back to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, guys. So please do yourself a favor, check her out on tour. I know she's heading out to a bunch of places this year, including Blue Ox in Wisconsin that we may even be covering for you guys at J-Rod Concerts, so stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, guys, if you're new to the show, we ask that you take 20 seconds of your time, give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That stuff helps us a lot keeps us motivated it helps the algorithm and yeah without further ado guys this is lizzie on j-rod concerts the podcast hi excuse me hi again jamie how you doing how are you lizzie morris look at you i'm good i'm actually outside i apologize i um i'm at actually a cookout um for a friend's daughter that's in town so i i wanted to make sure i still talk to you and could make it to the cookout so i appreciate how are that you? I'm, I'm doing yeah. great I'm doing, I'm doing great no this is wonderful you know you're in your element in nature with friends this is where yes. you should be in this beautiful summer a little, day a little beer look at that is that like so, an ipa that looks delicious it's a sour beer it's like a local it's a pulpit rock brewing company which is in uh, decorah iowa so it's like Dig a local it. sour beer so Dig it. I heard you were at the Nashville show. I was. So are you in yeah. Nashville now or are you in Iowa? No, I'm back home. I was only there for a week, but you were there and I didn't I didn't get a chance to say hi then. I know, but it was so packed, but it was such a great night, Lizzie. Like so yeah, let me ask you about that. How did Nashville treat you? It was good. It was great. Um it was a very quick but productive uh trip. It was super fun. Um a girlfriend of mine that I grew up went down there with me. So we were kind of tourists, even though I've been going to Nashville for, you know, over 10 years to write and record. Um, so it feels like a familiar place, although it is changing rapidly. Yeah. Um, you know, which uh, is good and bad, probably. Um, but yeah, I'm working on a new record. So I was just down there singing and um, and yeah, doing a little bit of work in the studio. 
I saw, I saw. Okay, so a lot to unpack there. We love it, Lizzie. Okay, so so yes, there is some footage on the interwebs of you with Kurt Snyder, who's, uh, who, you know, of course, he's worked with, uh, you know, with John Mayer, Grammy winner, with Rod Stewart. He's worked with everybody and anybody. Um, and you just, man, your music, the little bit that we that we get a glimpse, it just sounds so alive. It sounds like so, there's this lyric that says, crack my heart wide open. And you sing it with such passion. And it's like, yes. It's such a beautiful like sound already, Lizzie. Um, just beautiful stuff. Is this almost like a like a like a Renaissance kind of record, like a post twenty twenty record that we can expect? Well, I mean, I think in part in my movement because I'm sitting near an air conditioner, so I'm going to walk over here now. Um, I think that I don't. I think it's really just me, you know, post pandemic, post breakup, you know, post election just everything that's been so heavy yeah. um, and not really having a clear idea of even what to say or sing, or I, I wasn't writing songs really. And then last November, like really right after the election, I was in Nashville and I went there to write and I ended up writing about eight, eight songs that really were, <clears throat> you know, some of them were about, you know, recovering from this kind of breakup, but also I think some of them were really just sort of the wisdom of like, age and having gone through this collective hard time of kind of trying to surrender a little bit to like the mystery of life and so I think that um beautiful on the back of that I just ended up writing a ton of songs and then I started zoom writing with a bunch of people and um and really just have like amassed all these songs now and and was able to go to LA a couple times to to Kurt's home studio and yeah put them down with uh, great players, Dave Levita and Aaron Redfield, uh, guitar and drums. And just really, it felt very like live and loose. And, um, you know, in Nashville, this last trip, my voice was just feeling so strong. Mm. Uh, I was just singing and singing and singing. And it yeah. just, if you know, a lot of emotion. It's been an emotional time. So, I mean, I think that definitely, like you said, with the crack my heart open wide lyric, like that there is, a um there's a lot of like raw kind of emotion in in this record for sure so great lizzie can't wait to hear it so yes yeah. we saw you we saw you a couple of weeks ago uh at the basement east you were part of this uh amazing cars the cars tribute show yeah uh, a lot of it friends for so show yeah nicole atkins was there uh, patrick sweeney was there um and you were there it was full capacity show people were like having a great time lizzie i think you came in like a firebomb and rock heartbeat city if I'm not yep, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. So it was so great. It seemed like you were having a blast. How was it? It was so fun. I mean, even just going and being in a room full of people and listening to live music again. I mean, it was kind of emotional, you know, no masks. Hopefully everyone's vaccinated, you know, just like it used to be bumping into people that I know that yeah. like I haven't really been in touch with, like but people that I recognized being able to give them hugs was awesome. And then my friend Stanton Edward, he organized the night. He's a brilliant guitar player, musician. Yeah. You know, he actually sang think, a song. I hadn't I ever think really his girl, heard his girlfriend was next to me the whole night and she's like, I'm his girlfriend. Do you like his hair? I'm like, oh yeah, you did a great oh, job. Oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, no, I just <laughs> met her for the first time too um, uh, at that show. But yeah, like he does a brilliant job. We, he used to play guitar with me sometimes and um Nice. Just, yeah, everybody was just the best musicians, the best singers. Everything was in its original key, though. So that was a little tricky for Heartbeat City was a little low. It wasn't in my ideal range, but it was just yeah. meant to be fun. And 
I almost it. had a little too much fun. You know, I, I felt like a wild animal that night. I just was. It was great. You were hopping, hopping around. Barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Lizzie. And like the question is, and, and be honest, for a show, for a tribute show like this, uh, how much practice it, does it go into something like this? Because, you know, I would think to myself, I've been singing, you know, you might think for 37 years, I don't need to practice the lyrics. Is it very like, kind of like, like on a whim? No, I mean, for some people, I think it is, but I get nervous and I worry I'm going to like freeze and forget what I'm doing. So, I mean, I know the band, they practice really hard because there's a lot of details to learn. Yeah. Um, but for me, no, I did. I, I just I didn't really know Heartbeat City very well. So I just listened to it over and over and over and over and over again for like days leading up just because even the phrasing's a little different. You know, I thought I knew it and then I'd sing along and I'd be like oh I missed the you know I got the rhythm wrong so I definitely probably like over prepare for stuff like that because I just don't want to yeah. feel unprepared and not do a good job but I think for other people if they know the song you know I who's gonna drive you home I, I knew that one pretty well so that was easier right but yeah Dig it, dig it, Lizzie. Well, that's great. Um, okay, let's talk about the reissue album that you're putting out in July. Watch Over Me, um, songs from 2002 to 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Why did you decide to revisit these songs, Lizzie? I mean, they've aged really well. I mean, all be okay, or, you know, they sound so fresh still. Uh, but do they hit a nerve recently? Like, why now? Well, so I was always planning on um, putting out an anniversary edition of Catching a Tiger, and that was supposed to come out last year for the 10-year anniversary and understandably, because of the pandemic, um, that didn't come out last year. And everything was sort of pushed to this summer instead. Um, so that being said, you know, I had already started sort of finding unreleased songs from Catching a Tiger and was going through old hard drives and bins and finding old yeah. journals and videos and so forth. It's like just trying to find old stuff for the um, Catching a Tiger anniversary. And in that process, you know, really started listening to all these songs that like didn't even weren't even considered for catching a tiger that were from, you know, the ages of 18 to, you know, 25 that I had written, I suppose that um, were songs that like, you know, they didn't really make the cut for even considering for catching a tiger, not, and not cause right. they weren't good, but I mean, they just weren't maybe fully like realized or finished mm. or, the production wasn't quite right. And um, also they were old, you know, some of them were songs I wrote when I was like an 18 year old. Um, yeah. And there's, so I think once I found all these songs again um, and was talking to my management about it and they were excited and kind of, they encouraged me really like, you should put this stuff out, just like archives, early works um, for people who, you know, it was important to me that people not think it's like new material but rather yeah. like these are these are kind of like prequel prequel songs like you know they were the songs that kind of helped me cut my tooth as a songwriter and then i was first ever in a recording studio and when i was first ever even playing with bands um it's just a little bit of that history that i thought like you know and after this year of reflection or year or two just seemed like, why not? You know, I don't need to make a huge deal out of it. But at the same time, like, there's no reason that these should just sit on a hard drive and never be enjoyed by anyone. So yeah. we had the idea of, you know, putting out or Watch Over Me, uh, which is one of the songs that's on it. So just an acoustic demo that I have a song I wrote by myself when I moved to L.A. as a 21 year old. And it gives people, I think, a little backstory 
and you know why not there's there's so much stuff on the internet just get yeah. it all out there you know so. well, they they sound really fresh actually they've aged really well Lucy yeah the, the, the few that you've put out for sure awesome well thank you for that yeah absolutely okay Lucy so you know I know you're in a party I want to play a little game with you but before I want to ask you one question because you're so thought like I feel like you're such a profound friend of our show so we love asking this stuff last year when we last spoke uh you were you had just released the covers album you know the Martha Wainwright we were talking about all that stuff and um you know we were all cooped up at home I feel like it was like August or something we were all just like in that peak cooping at home uh how are you different today and I mean like as an artist as a person what have you shed what do you no longer carry with you in your soul, in your in your chakras that you let go last year? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think this, you know, this breakup that I went through, it was yeah. really, I mean, it, it at times felt like I don't know how I'm. It was I'm intense, going. right? It was intense, but I don't know if it was just the breakup. It was kind of like the breakup and then the world and then like my nervous system, maybe some PTSD or whatever, where I like my, I just like really, really struggled in a way that it was like, not even in my mind. It was like my nervous system was just like, I was in fight or flight or something. And I sure. was just, I can't even explain it to you, but it, it was like really, really, really hard and I think that I really realized that I have to you know take care of my body I have to yeah. make an effort not that I always do it but really to be like I need to exercise and meditate and eat well and go for swims and go for walks and be in yeah. nature and journal and you know take take breaks off of drinking when I start drinking too much you know finding that you know really realizing that okay, A, like, I just really need to, to be able to take better care of myself. Um, but B, so that I can really actually, I have so much more gratitude, I think. Nice. I nice. try and really, I feel like for so long, you know, we did take things for granted or something, or we felt entitled to life being a certain way. And now I think we all realize, like, you know, life is really precious and anything could happen. And so much is out of our control and trying to really just find find where I'd like mindfully stop and be grateful for something even simple, you know, yeah, yeah. like, you know, over the winter, even, you know, I'm grateful that I have, I have plenty of warm clothes, I have heat, I have nice blankets, you know, just those sorts of things, yeah, like yeah. really trying to make an exercise of, of trying to focus on what is rather than what isn't. Yeah. Beautiful. And, you know, just being patient and, and knowing that <clears throat> every, you, you know, things are always changing. Um, so like, what did I shed? I guess really, I just had kind of had to move through that difficult time and like feeling strong on the other side of it. Like also feel like I have tools now that if I'm in, when I'm in another painful cycle in the future, hopefully I have a little more, you know, yeah. wisdom on how to, how to, how to get through things and how to really accept things more. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you look great. You're like, you use energy is just like really great. Thanks. Well, absolutely. I'm sort of, I'm, I cut my own bangs and they look. Yeah, absolutely. Look at I've that. Bringing been, bangs back. I've been gardening like crazy. So I'm a little, I'm tan, but so, look at that. Love it. Yeah. Lizzie. All right. Let's do a little game and I'll let you go. It's called flip the tune, Lizzie. And the concept is simple. We're just going to play three of your songs in 10-second 10, 10 clips. 
So three 10 second clips of your songs, but we're going to play them in reverse. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. the catch. And we just want to know, you know, how well you know your songs. You have such a deep discography too. So um, yeah, are you down? I'm down, I'm ready. All right, cool, let's do it. So we're going to play Flip the Tune with Lizzie Morris. And here is the first one of three. And away we go. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Because I sort of feel like <laughs> I do have a... Is it just because I can? No, it's don't you give up on me. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Oh, fun. Okay, I missed the first one. Well, listen, don't feel bad. You'd be surprised uh, the results that we get around here. So you're, you're <laughs> <Okay>. fine. <laughs> There's still hope. All right. Okay. Let's go with the second one. Flip the tune with Lizzie Morris. And away we go. Oh, is that Hey Boy? That is Hey Boy. Oh, okay. There you oh, go. Cool. Okay, got it. I didn't See? know until the very end. Until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. All right. There you go. You're already at like a passing grade. There you go. Okay. okay. All right. Now we go for the passing score. Flip the tune, Lizzie Morris. Last one. And away we go. <laughs> Blood and Muscle? Yep, that is Blood and Muscle. Oh, wow. Oh, good. I did it. Very good, Lucy Morris. You know, Morris. that almost sounds kind of cool like that. Like, it sounds very Icelandic or something. It's got a real, like, Sigur Ross <laughs> Bjork thing going. Yeah, there you go. You have it, it inside of you. Cool. Yeah. Lizzie, awesome. well, you've said it all. Enjoy your barbecue. Enjoy your family. Always great catching up with you, man. You just give us insight, wisdom, the whole thing. So thank you for your time, Lizzie. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. And hopefully we'll, we'll speak again sometime soon. So you Absolutely. take care. Thanks so much. Stay healthy. Okay. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.